0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You're listening to Drummer Daily, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers. For a free video series explaining how you can become rock solid at playing drums with a click track in just two weeks, in as little as 20 minutes per day, visit boomclick.net. All right, we are back again. Thank you for joining me, Drummer Daily. Um, so today I thought, you know, I do, I try to combine uh, different types of topics. I try to combine uh, some motivational type things about drumming, some you know, concepts and ideas, some strategies behind drumming, uh, and then I also like to provide some practical tips uh, for drumming as best as I can with an audio only podcast where I don't have a bunch of professional stuff set up to record. Um, though, if you've watched any of my Instagram videos and you've heard them, you're like, that seems pretty professional, and you're right, I, I have no excuse for that. I should probably. Um, invest in maybe doing a few podcasts uh, that are a little more professional. Or maybe I'll do like some YouTube videos or something. That would be kind of cool. Or on Facebook or something where I kind of do a little more in-depth, you know, playing more instructional type videos. Uh, That could be kind of cool. Maybe I'll do that. All right. See, I have ideas while I'm talking to you on this podcast. It means a lot to me too. The podcast is valuable to me because I come up with ideas like that. So maybe I'll do that in the future. Uh, if you think that's a good idea, send me an email, daniel at Let me know. All right, but that's not what we're talking about today. So today, um, I wanted to give you a practical tip, something you can use. And today, I want to talk about, now this is something that may not apply to everyone, um, and you may not have the capability of doing this as much as you'd like, um, but uh, I think I think a majority of those of you listening will be able to pull this off. So my tip today is this. I want you to, in whatever way you can, set up a way to record your drums. Now, best case scenario, you're playing along with a click track uh, or something, and you're, you're recording it into a recording program like Pro Tools or Logic or Ableton or what is it, Reaper. I think Reaper is free. Uh, I don't know much about it. Um, but I just now discovered that it's free, I think are really cheap. Um, and there's, you know, studio one, I know, and a couple of other, um, other relatively inexpensive ones record into a program. It doesn't have to be a bunch of mics. It can be one single mic. It doesn't have to be, it can be, it can be multi-track, you know, big, you know, multi, you know, pro style recording. You can do that too. Um, but I want you to record now. I'd like for you to record along with a click track. I'd like you to record along to a click track that's being, you know, generated by that program you're recording into. So I use Logic um, for the Mac, um, but like GarageBand would work as well um, for this. And, you know, uh, they have like a, you can set the tempo inside that program. So you want I want you to set the tempo to, you know, whatever it is you want to play along with a click track. Let's say it's uh, 76 beats per minute. Set the tempo in there and then start that click track up, start recording and play for, let's say three or four minutes. doesn't have to be very long. But... I want you to record yourself, and then I want you to listen back. Now that's that's step one to this practical tip, is just listen back to yourself playing. If you've never done this, it's very enlightening. Uh, there are so many times, and this this is actually true of like the, the Instagram videos that I post, I will play something and record it, and I think, man, I was feeling good on that, I did great. And then I will watch or listen back, and I'm like, that was not great uh, you know, normally I think if I don't make any mistakes, I did pretty good, but really it's like the feel wasn't right. And I really have to, it's still a thing I have to try to do. It's not, it doesn't come naturally all the time for me still. Uh, so anyway, listening back just by itself can be really enlightening, but I want you to take it a step further. I actually want you to, um, use your eyes to critique yourself. Now, a lot of times now, if you're into recording, you're going to be like, no, this is terrible. Uh, I will say, if you're, if you're using this for mixing, this is not a good idea for trying to adjust the sound of your drums. They always say, listen with your ears, not with your eyes, because your eyes can deceive you. But in this case, I want you to use your eyes. So I want you to look at the recording program where you just recorded your drums into it. And most recording programs are going to have a grid that's going to show you bar by bar, beat by beat, um, where you are in relation to the click track. And so you can look at that little spike in the waveform that shows up on your computer screen. Look, when you hit a drum, you'll be able to see that's where I hit the kick. As you play along, you'll see and you'll hear it. That's where I hit the kick. That's where I hit the snare. Um, you know, if you have multi-tracks, it's really easy. But it, even, even on one single track, you can see this. Uh, they're call called transients, the, the big spikes in the sound that you can see and hear. Um, look at those. Zoom in as close as you can and then look at that grid that, that represents where the click track was, and see how you're lining up with that click track. Are you are you coming in a little early? Are you showing up late? Are you right on? And then beyond that, take it even one step further. So then I want you to look and say, all right, is it is it my is it my snare hand that's early every time, or is it my kick foot? Is is it always late? What pieces of my playing are have a tendency to drift one way or the other? Is it my playing as a whole? Um, And then I want you to kind of think about that. I want you to practice adjusting that and then record it again and do that over and over again. Um, And even you can, what's really cool is if you can stack those. So like you record one track uh, of yourself playing and then you mute that and then you record again on a new track and then you can kind of over time, you'll see a stack of tracks that were you playing the same thing over and over again. And you can compare one to the other and maybe even zoom in and look and see. All right, oh, yeah, I started adjusting my foot a little later there or a little earlier to make up for the mistake I was making or whatever it was. Um, so I will just tell you that that I, my eyes were open to all of this when I had a producer friend who um, who started having me edit my own drums. So he'd say, hey, I want you to come to the studio today. We got some songs to record uh, for this artist or that or this or whatever. And I would go over there, and I would record. It and he'd say, "All right, uh, that's we 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 get the songs done." And he'd say, "All right, now I'm going to send you these files, and I want you to edit them." And at this time, we were playing. The, some, a lot of the songs we did were were with drum machine, had drum machines and other electronic parts in it, and so everything was super perfect as far as timing goes. So I had to edit my drums to be perfect, 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 um, machine, robot like perfection. And let me tell you how humbling that was because this was back in the day. Uh, I sound like an old man again. They didn't have those things you can do now. I think now like in Pro Tools and in Logic, you can like, you can like click on a button basically and fix everything right there and it sounds great and sounds perfect, like you played it perfectly. But, um, but uh, we did not have that then. So I had to, by hand, literally slice up, zoom in and slice up every hi-hat hit, every snare hit. Every kick drum hit, I had to go through and put a cut at the front and the end of every single one of those hits for an entire four-minute song. Just think about how many hits that is. Quantize them all, fix them all, and then I had to go back and I had to create a crossfade. I had to fade between the edits for every single one of those hits again. So you can just imagine, imagine how tedious and long that was. And you can imagine how hard it was for me to know that I was the drummer on this And this is how bad I played. Now I'm causing all this all this work for myself. Of course, it made me feel bad. It made me feel worse when someone else was editing the drums and I created all that work for them. Either way, it was so enlightening to have that uh, to have that experience. And so even to this day, after I track something uh, for Instagram or whatever it is, I'll go back and I'll look and see how I did. Now the great thing about what I do now is that um, a lot of times a uh, little behind-the-scenes secret about my Instagram videos, a lot of times I will, um, I will uh, not record the melodies and the music until after I do the drums. And so I can kind of play the music to fit the drums that I already tracked. So I can kind of maybe through my own uh, musicianship, my limited musicianship as a piano player and a guitar player or whatever it is, can kind of make it feel a little better um, than, than it would if I was with a band. Uh, so uh, I can do that. Uh, I try not to edit the drums at all because I want you to hear what I played, and, uh, warts and all. But anyway, if you've never edited your own drums or never looked at your drums going into a recording program, I would encourage you to do that because that will give you so much enlightenment into what uh, areas you can fix. All right, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again tomorrow, hopefully. Bye for now.